grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today is uh, from Matthew chapter 5. You are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world. You know, dear friends of Christ, as you look around our culture today, it's evident that the values of the church, the values of God, the Ten Commandments, aren't valued anymore. Um, <laughs> I was driving by the high school today. Did you go past there? It's, it's loaded with people. The, the, the commandment, the third commandment, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, isn't being kept very well by our community as we open up our school for sports activities. And, you know, today people say that they're Christians, but they can't even recite the Ten Commandments. You know, what are they? They couldn't tell you. Well, how holy are commandments if we don't even know what they are? People are ignorant, and they say they follow in the ways of the Bible. They follow the God of the Bible, but they don't follow the ways of the Bible. And they walk this way, they walk that way, they walk many different ways, but they don't walk God's way. And what's amazing is they call themselves Christian. And Jesus says in our text that he that we are salt and light, that His people are salt and light. And salt and light make a difference. Salt and light make a difference in the world. Unfortunately, those people who refuse to follow the Ten Commandments, who refuse to make a difference in this world, to care for people, to feed the poor, to be there for people that are needy, to worship the Lord and put Him first, many refuse to live as salt. And instead of letting their light shine and being different, they instead, instead of choosing to meditate on the law of God day and night, as Psalm 1 encourages us to do, they choose to let the world influence them. And in our text, it asks the question, it asks a couple questions. What good is salt if it loses its saltiness? What good is light if it doesn't shine? As Christians... If we don't shine, that happens when we, we become ignorant of God's will. If you don't know God's will, you can't shine. As believers, we're different. We're called to be different. We are different. And the Lord's will hasn't changed. The Lord's commandments haven't changed. The desire of the Lord for you has not changed. And Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. And so our theme for our sermon today is salty saints of our Savior. Salty saints. You know, we know the, volu the value of salt. Uh, salt preserves salt seasons. You know, if you, if you ever take a bite of something, and surely there's been a time where you, you ate something, you thought, hmm, this needs a little salt, right? And then it doesn't take much, just a little bit of salt, and all of a sudden the flavor is transformed. Just a little bit of salt does the job. And, of course, uh, uh, also, you know, when it's snowing out, salt melts snow. Just a little bit of salt. It's amazing what it can do, right? Behold the power of salt. Now, in our text this morning, Jesus says that you, you are salt. Okay, that's important. <laughs> You're that special seasoning that God has put into this world so that we flavor the world with how would God have us live? 
How would God have us interact? You're the special seasoning. You are salt to make a positive difference in your community, in your families, and in your world, and in your church, and of those who are living around you on a day-to-day basis, at work, at school, at play, at church, in your family, as you live out your, as you live out your faith life. You know, Jesus placed you here to serve Him. He's given you vocations. A vocation are places where God has put you to serve Him. And sometimes your vocation is as a, is, is as a volunteer. Sometimes your vocation is a mom, a dad, a grandpa, a grandma, a servant in the church. And He's called you. He's called you in your vocation to make a difference. Your salt. Your salt to your community, your salt to your family, your salt to your church. Now, your difference making largely goes unseen. Your difference making largely goes unnoticed. If you're a Christian mother, you wake up and you do all your duties and, you, you, and a Christian father and you go to work and, and you, you clothe your kids and you take care of your family. And some days you get through the whole process, nobody even said thank you. Goes unnoticed, but that's the way it is with salt. I mean, when salt's doing its job, nobody notices. It's just there. Nobody ever takes a bite into a chocolate chip cookie and says, Mmm, boy, mmm. What kind of salt is in that cookie? Right? The cookie just tastes good because it's salted properly. And that's the way it is in our lives. As salty saints of our Savior, we season the world with God's acts of service to our community, to our church, to our family, our friends. You are a salty saint of our Lord. You are salt. You are baptized in His name. You have been forgiven of your sins by the blood of Christ. You are made His child. And if you still need convincing that you do make a difference to God in this world, then listen to Jesus' words as He again says, and you are also light. You are the light of the world. You know, present indicative, you are light. Light isn't something you have to attain to. Light isn't something that you have to desire to be. Life isn't something that you aspire to be. Light is, it's not an achievement on your part. It's done. It's something that you are. A done deal, according to Jesus. Jesus says you are, by very nature of being a forgiven child of God, You are light in the world. Believers are salt. Believers are light. And believers make a difference. I want you to think about light for a moment. You know, what does light do? Well, first of all, light brings life. Without light, you can't have life. So very important, and light helps us see our path in the darkness. Uh, you know, you can't travel on the highway without light of your car showing the way. You consider the sun and behold the power of light. It's incredible. And Jesus says, your light shining in this dark world. You are the way. You are the illumination of the truth. You are a city on the hill. You expose the deeds of the world around us, the sinful deeds of the, of the community. 
And you expose those things and you reveal Jesus to the world. And Jesus says, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Let the world see your good works. You know, our goal as being people of God is not to elevate ourselves so people pat us on the back and praise us that we receive all kinds of uh, recognition or admiration or praise. No, our goal is so that our lives as we live them out points others to Jesus so that they can see a light shining in us. And we see that light shining, they see the source of the light. And the source of the light is Christ. But of course, as salty saints of our Savior, we can lose our saltiness. We can dim our light. We can stop making difference makers. We can ignore the Ten Commandments. We can walk in the ways of the world and not even care to know what would please the Lord. And Jesus warns us about that. He says, therefore, whoever relaxes one of these commandments, one of these ten commandments, and teaches others to relax them too, to do the same, will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. To relax one of God's commandments. To, to loosen the power of its meaning. To loosen the burden of the law. To water down God's word. To ignore or to change God's law. Is to contribute to the darkness. And it's tempting uh, to do that. I want us to look at the Ten Commandments. Can we do that today? Let's turn to page 321. 321 in your hymnals. And I know it's going to take some time. But these commandments that people so easily relax today, these commandments that people so choose to ignore, these are the things that God says His people bring salt and light into the world. The first commandment, I'll read that, and you, you, and you tell me the meaning together. The first commandment, you shall have no other gods. What does this mean? We should fear and love God above all things. The second commandment, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie, or deceive by His name, but call upon it in every trouble. Pray, praise, and give thanks. The third commandment, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching in His Word, but hold it sacred and gladly hear and learn it. The fourth commandment, honor your father and mother. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not despise or anger our parents or other authorities, but honor them, serve and obey them love and cherish them the fifth commandment you shall not murder what does this mean we should fear and love god so that we do not hurt or harm our neighbor in his body but help and support him in every physical need and the sixth commandment you shall not commit adultery what does this mean we should fear and love god so that we lead a sexually pure and decent life 
in what we say and do. And husband and wife, love and honor each other. In the seventh commandment, you shall not steal. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not take our neighbor's money or possessions or get them in any dishonest way, but help him to improve and protect his possessions and income. The eighth commandment, you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. What does this mean? We should, we should fear, fear and love, love God, God so, so that, that we, we do not tell lies about our neighbor, betray him, slander him, or hurt his reputation, but defend him, speak well of him, and explain everything in the kindest possible way. In the ninth commandment, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. What does this mean? We, we should, should fear and love God, God so that we do not scheme to get our neighbor's inheritance or house or get, get it in a, in a way, way which appears only right, but help me of service to him, him in keeping it. And the tenth commandment, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. What does this mean? We, we should, should fear, fear and love God, God so, that so that we do not entice or force away our neighbor's wife, workers, or animals. Or animals. Or, or turn, turn them, them against him, but urge them to stay and do their duty. As you read through these commandments, they all start that we should love God so much that we do this, and we should fear God, respect God that we do this. But nobody respects God anymore. Nobody has a fear of God anymore. And these commandments, they've lost their saltiness. These commandments have lost their import. And it's tempting to relax these commandments. It's tempting to water them down and say, you know, as God's people, we don't have to follow the ways of the Lord. We don't, we don't have to, because these commandments hurt people. These commandments tell people that they're sinful, that they're broken. And we don't want to hurt people's feelings. We want people to know that God loves them. And it's so much easier to water them down and, and simply say, God loves you. It doesn't matter what you do. God loves you. It doesn't matter how you live. The commandments no longer matter. We live by grace. But the commandments do still matter. The commandments of God are still holy. They're still God's commands, and as believers, the Ten Commandments still shape how we think, what we say, and what we do. As salty saints of our Savior, God calls us to make a difference. How? By following the ways of the Lord. And, and yet, we're all tempted to relax them. We're all tempted to water them down. And think about how people live today. And in the, in the sexual sins, you know, living together before marriage, even Christians are doing that today without compulsion. We just, as soon as you get to a point where you find somebody, you just live with them. What happened to the fear and love of the Lord among God's people? What happens when salt loses its saltiness? What happens when light doesn't shine? And then we think of all the other sexual sins, you know, of fornication, sex before marriage, or homosexuality, or, or pornography, or adultery, sexual immorality, and our world relaxes 
all of those moralities. They relax. They water down all those morals. Jesus didn't relax the commandments. Matter of fact, Jesus amplified them. Jesus made it more difficult to follow these commandments. Jesus said, you've heard it said, you shall not murder. I say, if you want to hurt somebody in your heart, you've committed murder in your heart. You've heard it said, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say, if you look at someone with lust in your heart, you've committed adultery in your heart. You've heard it said, love your neighbor. But I say, love your enemies. Yeah, Jesus makes them harder, tougher. To relax the law, to water down his commandments, is literally to diminish the work of Christ. You water down the rules, you diminish what Jesus has done because he came to fulfill those rules that you and I aren't so good at keeping. Jesus came to fulfill the law for us. He kept them all. And then he died being that perfect Savior to take away your sin. And when we write off all those commandments, when we, when we water them all down, write them off, all the work of Jesus comes to nothing. If you water down the Ten Commandments enough, sooner or later, you don't need a Savior. If you water down the commandments enough, sooner or later, you don't need Jesus to save you from sin. If you water down the commandments enough to the point where the the law no longer convicts your heart, moves you to repent, then why did Jesus die? If there are laws you have not broken. Why did Jesus pay the price? Why did he come? No, the law is meant to do what the law is intended to do. It still shows us our sin and drives us to Christ. Why? Because Christ came into the world to save sinners. In a small catechism, Martin Luther said it this way, Jesus has redeemed you, a lost and condemned person. He's purchased and won you from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil, not with silver or gold, but with his holy precious blood, with his innocent suffering and death, that you might be his own and live with him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting innocence, righteousness, and blessedness. So that you can live each day as salt of the world. That you can live each day as light of the world. And Jesus came down from heaven to save us and he was buried to redeem us to purchase us from our sins to pay the price that we might now belong to god jesus kept every law for us he was perfect for us he's our perfect savior that by his perfection we now by his blood might walk in the newness of life by his blood we now then are forgiven because jesus is the righteousness of god He's the holiness of God. And he kept the rules of God. And wonders of wonders, he gives his righteousness to you. As salty saints of our Savior, all that you are is a gift from Jesus. 
He gives you the credit for something he did. And that's why you're able, he's able to call you salt. And that's why he's able to call you light. You are salt. You are light in the blood of the Lord. It's not based on something you've done. It's based on something that's been given to you. Salvation, forgiveness, the righteousness of God. And as salty saints of our Savior, we live each day under His grace. And under that grace, and under that grace, you are a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. And under that grace, you are the salt of the earth. And under that grace, you are making an eternal difference. As salty saints of our Savior, you live your life with purpose. And you live your life with meaning as you serve your Savior. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.